This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair in 64 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 26th of September, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. There's a little fog out here and there. That'll burn off quickly. We'll have sunny skies today and a high in the low 90s. Tonight, clear skies are low 63, sunny and 91 on Wednesday, up to 92 on Thursday, and 91 with sunshine on Friday. No mention of any rainfall in our seven-day outlook, and the temperatures are going to hover right around 90 during the day with overnight lows in the low to mid-60s. Right now, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Let's take a moment and send out congratulations to our KVOM employee of the day today. It is Tammy Flowers, and Tammy works at Moralton High School. Obituaries this morning. Una Faye Trammell Ball, age 89, of Adona, died on Thursday, September 21st. The funeral service will be this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel with Brother John Chapman officiating. Burial will be at McGee Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Charles Leaphart, age 72, died on Thursday, September 21st. He attended St. Matthew No. 3 in Blackwell and is survived by his three children's Latonio White, Christy Doss, and Carrie Leaphart, five sisters, one brother, three aunts, eight grandchildren, nine great-grandchildren, 13 nieces and nine nephews, and 31 great-nieces and nephews. Visitation will be Thursday, September 28th, 4 to 6 p.m., Advance Wilston Jarrett Funeral Directors, and the funeral service for Charles Leapart will be Friday, September 29th at 1 p.m. at St. Matthew No. 3 in Blackwell. Arrangements by Vance Wilson & Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. Marjorie Eubanks Tipton, age 88, died on Sunday, September 24th. She attended Arkansas Tech, graduating with a bachelor's and master's degree, and was a teacher and librarian in the Dardanelle School District for 39 years. She attended Dardanelle Church of Christ. She is survived by her children, Janelle Burroughs and David Tipton of Maumelle, Christy Talley of Harkey Valley, and Trent Tipton of Moralton. Ten grandchildren and twelve great-grandchildren. A funeral service for Marjorie Eubanks Tipton will be Thursday, September 28th at the Dardanelle Church of Christ. Visitation at 1, funeral at 2, burial at Brearley Cemetery in Dardanelle by Cornwell Funeral Home of Dardanelle. In lieu of flowers, donations may be made to Southern Christian Home or Camp Cottle. Rain Annabeth Warren of North Little Rock died on Wednesday, September 20th. She was born August 1st of 2023 in Little Rock and was the infant daughter of John Warren and Stevie Lacey. In addition to her parents, she's survived by her siblings, Andrea Barnhart, Alyssa Duval, Luke Duval, Brooke Duval, Jolene Duval, and Ash Rose Lacey and maternal grandmother Sheila Lacey. The funeral service for Rain Annabeth Warren will be Friday, September 29th at 10 a.m. at the Harris Chapel with burial at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. The Conway County Quorum Court's Jail Committee unanimously agreed to draft a letter to be sent to the city of Moralton, requesting the city pay $100,000 annually as a fee for housing city inmates at the county jail. Committee Chair J.P. Brigham-Jones explains the city will have until October 17th to respond. Otherwise, the Quorum Court will pass an ordinance charging the city $54.83 per inmate per day, effective January 1st of 2024. 
That is what the legislative audit, which was certified this week, stated the cost of housing in Mason County, County Jail. Cost of county, the county. Based on April, May, and June for the city, it would be $124,354.44 for the city to pay for their inmates for us to house them. For a year, uh, we're going to offer them $100,000. Like I said, if they do not respond by October 17th, we're going to to charge them $54.83 a day. The recommendation was approved during a jail committee meeting held prior to the regular monthly meeting of the full quorum court Monday. The only action taken by JPs during that meeting was approval to amend the 2023 budget to allocate $25,000 from the general fund to the sheriff's office for fuel and to transfer other funds within different accounts. 7.36, it's fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. A little fog out that'll burn off quickly. We'll have sunny skies and a high of 91 today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Welcome home to hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737 Fair and 64 at the KVOM Studios. City of Moralton officials will meet Thursday with Green Bay Packaging representatives to discuss construction design plans for the city's youth soccer fields that will be built on land located on East Broadway between McGee Monument and Point Remove Brewing Company. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says Green Bay has been doing some engineering work on the project and the company will seek a donation from the Crest family, the founding family and owners of the company. Right now the numbers are running pretty high, so we're going from just like a cow pasture with a storage building as a concession stand and porta potties to a pretty significant increase. Do we need that kind of infrastructure in there? That's what we got to determine to see how we're going to, you know, how it's going to be paid for and all those kind of things. It's a possibility that we might add lighting. The lighting is the biggest expense of all. Do we need lighting? They've never had lighting out there. So those are the kind of questions that we've got to determine. The City of Moralton Parks and Recreation Department has taken over operation of the youth soccer program for the area. The Conway County Soccer Club ran the program for years using fields at the Arkansas Craft Soccer Complex. A planned expansion of the plant means those fields will no longer be available to the club. Over 250 kids are registered for the soccer program through Parks and Rec this fall. Games will be played on the city's youth baseball and softball fields until the new fields are finished. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce has announced details about its annual awards banquet. Chamber President Donnie Crane says... The banquet will take place Monday, November 6th in the Event Center at Point Remove Brewing Company. That's one of our you know, favorite events here in the community every year. And so we're putting all the plans together. You know, it's going to be a night of fun and fellowship. We're going to have a lot of awards where we get to celebrate those people and those businesses and organizations that do so much for our community day in, day out. Crane says information about banquet sponsorships, ticket sales, and the various awards that will be presented that night will be released in the coming days and weeks. 
U.S. Senator John Bozeman has been meeting with farmers and ranchers in a number of states to gain their input about what needs to be included in the next farm bill in order to provide some certainty to the industry. Bozeman says it's critically important to support the farm community in Arkansas and across the nation so that we can continue to have the cheapest, safest food supply of any place in the world. We take that for granted. It's a huge deal. We've seen what food inflation does. Right now, the farmers have a significant increase in input costs and, and things that's driven the price up. But uh, the Farm Bill allows farmers to have the risk management tools, the crop insurance, things that they need so they can go to the bank and borrow the money that they need to go forward. And uh, again, have, a, have essentially an insurance policy so that they can uh, continue on. Bozeman notes that agriculture represents about 25% of the gross domestic product in Arkansas, but an even higher percentage than that in rural areas. From our community calendar, a burn ban remains in effect for Perry County until further notice. The Atkins School Board meets in special session at 4.30 p.m. today in the district boardroom. The Rialto Community Arts Center is holding auditions for its upcoming production of The Bold, The Young, and The Murdered at the theater in downtown Moralton. Tonight at 5, Old Hickory Baptist Church in Hattieville is in revival tonight and Wednesday. Services are at 6.30 each night with Jordan Bowen preaching and Preston Jones leading worship. All are welcome. All services will be live streamed on the church's Facebook page. The Center Ridge Church of Christ continues its fall gospel meeting tonight through Thursday at 7 o'clock. Tonight, Speaker Bill Green. Tomorrow night, Charles Bain. Thursday night, Leon Barnes. CHI St. Vincent Moralton is holding a blood drive. Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., all donors will receive a glow-in-the-dark vein drain t-shirt and one free entry to the Little Rock Zoo. To schedule an appointment to donate, visit obi.org. There are a number of meetings coming up where you can learn about opportunities and make plans for the April 8, 2024 solar eclipse. The Promotion and Events Committee meets Wednesday at noon at Conway County Farm Bureau. The Villages and Landowners Committee meets Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. at the Action Services Cafeteria in Moralton. The complete meeting schedule may be found online at arkeclipse.com. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce is holding a ribbon cutting Thursday morning at 10 at My Plan Store Drafting and Design, 305 East Broadway in downtown Moralton. Elia's Mexican Grill will hold a fundraiser to benefit the Conway County Shop with a Cop program. Thursday, Elia's will donate 15% of its sales between 5 and 8 p.m. that day to Shop with a Cop. The Moralton Planning and Zoning Commission meets Thursday, 5.30 p.m. at City Hall, and the application deadline for Entergy Arkansas's Low-Income Home Energy Assistance Program is this Friday. The program provides eligible households with assistance in paying their monthly utility bills. The online application is available at www.getliheap.com. Well, we once again want to remind you that the KVOM mobile app is gone. Now you can enjoy your favorite EAB radio station like KVOM in a new place. It's where you'll find high school sports audio and video streams, podcasts, so much more from all of the EAB radio stations and other media outlets across the state. It's the new EAB media app and it puts everything at your fingertips, your radio stations, your sports, your podcasts, your Arkansas. Download it now on the App Store and Google Play. It's also one of the many places where you can hear the podcast of this newscast. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank.
Now 743, it's fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Okay, Films Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Girls State Golf Matches take place today for all six classifications in Arkansas. The Class 4A match is being hosted by Highland High School at Cherokee South Country Club as the low-score individual medalist at last week's 4A4 conference tournament. Marlton's Kenzie Jackson is competing in that state match. Sega Hart had its district golf match at Mountain Rank Golf Club in Fairfield Bay on Monday. Junior Luke Paladino's score was low enough to qualify him for the Class 1A state boys match next Monday at Mountain Rank. Marlton High School volleyball team seeks its second conference win of the season Tonight, when the Lady Devil Dogs play host to Go T. Robinson at Devil Dog Arena, the action starts with a Green University match at 4.30, followed by the Varsity match. This week's Arkansas Sports Media High School football poll was released Monday with one change to the top five in Class 5A. Undefeated Texarkana replaces Hot Springs as a number five team in the state. Little Rock Parkview is once again the unanimous number one team, and the Patriots are followed by Shiloh Christian, Mills, and Pine Bluff in the top four. Goatee Robinson is ranked sixth this week. In the Class 2A rankings, Bigelow comes in at number seven this week. Mineral Springs is once again ranked number one. Carlisle and Hazen are tied for the number two spot. Desark is ranked fourth. East Poinsett County checks in at number five, and Mark Free is just ahead of Bigelow at number six. Panthers 2A1 conference rival Conway Christians ranked just behind Bigelow at number eight. The Major League Baseball regular season is down to its final week. St. Louis Cardinals start their final road series of the season tonight in Milwaukee. First pitch against the Brewers is scheduled for 6.40 p.m. with pregame coverage starting at 5.45 on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. The Arkansas Travelers play the Amarillo Sod Poodles for Game 2 of the Texas League Championship Series tonight in Amarillo. After dropping Game 1, the Crabs need a win to force a winner-take-all Game 3 on Wednesday. And look at weather on this Tuesday. We've got humidity at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.07 inches. Low temperature this morning, 62 degrees. High yesterday was 93. A year ago today, the low was 50. The high was 86. Nowhere in the last 24 hours at KVOM total for the year, 41.94 inches. Sunset this evening, 704. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 702. And forecast calling for a little patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, a sunny day, high near 91 degrees. Clear tonight with a low around 63. Sunny and 91 on Wednesday. Just low 90s for highs the rest of this week. Under sunny skies, overnight lows generally in the mid-60s. And no mention of rain at forecast. Not going to change at all really for at least the next week or so it looks like. 
Right now, we've got mostly clear skies. We're at 64 degrees in Marlton, 747 on KVOM. Newswire continues in just a moment. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 7.51 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning with Conway County. Jamie Hard, good morning to you. Eric, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. It's good to catch up with you. Of course, Gorham Court met last night. Not a whole lot on the agenda. Another kind of bug amendment. Housekeeping right. things done <laughs> about every month. So. A lot of other items, but as they say, it's a somewhat short, but not a really short meeting. Yep. Yeah, there was some uh, discussion on uh, some things a little bit on the jail. Jail committee met prior. Jail committee actually met prior to that and made the decision unanimously to uh, send a letter to the city of Marlton. Obviously, as everybody knows, uh, you know, those facilities cost a lot of money. I go back a little bit in time. We uh, People of Conway County passed sale tax to build jail. And uh, then left no, really no way to fund it. Then at the time they passed the sales tax for community college, hospital, and fire departments. There was also one on there to try to get some funding to help support it. Uh, it did not, got close, but didn't pass. And, uh, you know, we find ourselves with county general funding our jail operation and uh, uh, just got to the point where we've got to, we've got to, uh, we've got to have some additional revenue to fund that thing. Audit, actually, we were one of the 15 counties that uh, legislated audit put under the microscope, I guess you'd say, see what it costs to house a prisoner, and it's, uh, I believe I'm saying this right, it's $54 and some change a day, so, uh, you know, they made that decision last night, uh, I think the city's going to have till October to respond, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, so, uh, should get some uh, revenue back to the, the county, uh, to really just to cover the cost of those, yes, of those inmates just, uh, that's all it is i'm gonna say it again you know it doesn't there uh, i hear this a lot and we have this problem actually even within our state you know gonna build a i think the discussion is about a three thousand bed facility to, to, for a prison but the problem you get into with that by the time it gets built my perception is it'll probably be full immediately so oh, you yeah. know it's an ongoing problem i'm not i don't know if it's going ever going to get any better it doesn't look like it's going to but uh you know, and it's obviously the way we all, as we all deal with today, I was at a trustee board meeting the other day on the risk management fund, and uh, everything we've touched here of late has gone up considerably. Yep. Cost, yep, absolutely. Nothing's yep. in, I hadn't seen anything go down. I don't I think. I think fuels took about a, I noticed on this appropriation, you know, sheriff's office for fuel, and fuel's taken about, in the last, I guess, six weeks, about an 80 cent a gallon jump, so we all feel that in our back pocket, and yep. county's no different. Yep, so, yeah, prices uh, usually don't come back down. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll get through through everything, hopefully, okay. Um, county cleanup is coming up. Here just county a cleanup's weeks. coming up. I uh, hope I've got this right. Second full week in October. I think that's the 9th, 10th, 11th for our call-in, and I want to emphasize this. It's the call-in to pick it up at your house. It's not for everybody. It's for the elderly, handicapped, and disabled. We'll try to assist you with that. 
Uh, it probably will take us a little while to do that because, you know, we've got a lot of things going on. We kind of lean on our road department to help with that some, and that's a pretty good chore for us. Uh, but uh, the pickup itself will be a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's the 12th, 13th, and 14th. Uh, as usual, our fire departments will take and, can, and work with us. It's a joint effort on everybody's part. We highly encourage people, if you'll take it to landfill and you're a Conway County resident with a valid driver's license, we'll take care, We'll pick up the tipping fee for you. Mm-hmm. That's obviously the best mode of method we can recommend, although we do put the real loss out to fire stations and the po- folks bring their stuff there, just like it's always been. Uh, you can bring tires, you can, but we'll, well, that's the only thing we'll allow to be put on the ground. Everything else goes in the roll-off. Okay. All right. So we're looking forward to that and always get a lot of uh, a lot of participation in that cleanup. We so get a lot of phone calls. Uh, most time in February, won't know when the cleanup's going to be, and we get a lot of phone calls. And most time in August and September, won't know when it's going to be. So here it is. It's upon us. Yeah. All right. And uh, where are we on uh, possible 911? Uh, we've actually had meetings. That's progressing quite well uh, with the approval, obviously, of, our, of the uh, Perry County and the Conway County Quorum Court. Uh, that seems to have some, some, some legs under it, and gonna, it's obviously moving forward. Our uh, Intergovernmental Council in Conway County recommended we move forward to this. Uh, it's just one of those things that with some of us doesn't like it in consolidation. I'm not a big fan of consolidation in some things but in other things uh, obviously there is a lot of savings can be accomplished uh, the win-win for the two counties is they don't have a facility we do have a facility a nice one um, they've got uh, you know what they're bringing to the table is probably personnel that maybe is not 100 percent utilized all the time and uh, bring them over here and i think when you look at the big picture of this thing mr cj angle he's actually the director of the 911 uh, group 911 commission that the state's got put together and we've done a lot of number crunching and it looks like that this thing will actually create the savings we think it'll save and through technology believe it or not which uh, it's gonna it's something that's obviously is very got a high probability of being quite successful Yep, man. And I'm going to say this, you know, between Conway and Perry County, there's lots of things that we've gotten intermodal together. There's a lot of commonalities. Another big commonality is Highway 9, Commerce Centers, a lot of folks in Perry County shopping, Marlton, Arkansas. So uh, when you look at this whole thing, uh, who do we want to be partners with? Uh, I've always had a laugh about that and because and what happens when you don't be proactive and do things like that uh, – not knocking anything but back in the day when they formed the 15th judicial district somebody asked me one day said how in the world do we wind up with a judicial district that's 50 60 miles across it yeah and i said that's what happens when you don't take any action and uh those are four counties didn't take any action and guess what we were at the bottom of the ring and we all got stuck together yeah yeah. um yep a merger with perry county certainly does make sense uh so and uh Jimmy Hart, a little discussion last night on the eclipse, of course. Yes. And, uh, uh, <laughs> big thing, you know, if you're hosting a village or something, you need to, need to apply and get registered to do that. Need to apply and get registered. Uh, you know, I still say this, uh, you know, um, Chief Deputy there, and he's going to have a camp out around the Birdtown area. And uh, he's got, and I brought that to everybody's attention last night. We say it's not a. It is a global event, and there's going to be a lot of people. I'm going to be real, real, real ugly. If Cash Brahmin can uh, can attract 300,000 people, I suspect 
uh, Interstate 40 in Central Arkansas it can attract probably a whole lot more than 300,000 people. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. It'll I be think good. about uh, let me think Oklahoma City, Memphis, uh, Springfield, Missouri. You know, mm-hmm. uh, do the math, and uh, it's pretty obvious to figure out that it's going to be a uh, going to be an interesting time. Yep, for sure, for sure. So. Uh, but they need to apply through the through the judge's office. Is that yes. where they do that? They have come to us. It will go before a committee. I mean, they'll look at all the you know parameters to make sure everything's set up. And uh, I'm not going to promise everybody when you file for a permit you're going to get one. But there will be a committee that sits down, and looks at it, and makes that decision. Okay. All right, and uh, I guess want to act uh, fairly quick on that. That's coming a lot sooner than coming sooner than later. Yeah, that's absolutely. correct. All right, Judge. Anything else for us this That's morning? About, I'm just tickled to death. We we don't have a burn ban. We finally got some rain in places. We got some significant rain in other places. I talked to people across the county. We didn't quite get as much as we wanted, but I think we got enough. It looks like the grass has greened up, so maybe the fire fire danger is, is gone away. Yep. Hopefully so. All right, County Judge Jimmy Hart with us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.